Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Today, our topic is the Community Investment Budget uh, Initiative, and joining us to talk about it is Daniela Silva with Equity Action, uh, the group that is, or a political action committee that is spearheading the campaign uh, around the well, around the CIB. And so, Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So before we get to the CIB, can you just give us a little information on what equity action is? What yeah, are absolutely. Here? Totally. So um, equity action is a political action committee or PAC for short. And it's focused on centering equity and justice in Austin's political system. Um, so it came into existence a few years ago um, and mainly focuses on kind of um, ballot measure and proposition campaigns. Um, so many folks are aware of the No Way Prop A campaign, the most recent Yes on A, No on B campaign. So all of these kind of campaigns that have um, arisen in the past few years are for the most part um, equity action. Um, and they are centered around making sure that safety and security are um, addressed and approached from all angles and not just policing. Um, and that then translates into this community investment budget, um, which is uh, an effort to ensure that the community has a voice in how the city's budget is created so that all areas of people's well-being are are funded and are tended to um, since kind of many people know and acknowledge that the, the root causes of um, why someone may commit a crime um, are easily preventable. And the city has an opportunity to address that with their funding. And I would add the, you know, the community investment budget or CIB again, it's a fairly or very comprehensive package, 35 budget items um, that spread across, you know, very, I mean, a very desperate array of uh, items from early, early childhood education, development, climate equity, park maintenance. Uh, I think it was one for EMS, uh, wage increases yeah. and such. So a lot of groups involved with this, well, a lot of asks in a lot of different groups. So what was the, the impetus for this approach? Yeah, so um, just to give a little bit of history of the community investment budget, because um, we, we're actually not the first ones to do this. Community budgeting has been a tool that many organizations across the country have used before, but we were kind of following the footsteps of um, Communities of Color United, who um, first began making efforts in community budgets. I'm not sure on the exact dates, but um, equity action um, began taking on this initiative last year. So this is the second year that Equity Action is trying to lead this movement. And it is um, essentially recognizing that we as community members, as community organizers, as nonprofit leaders and members are viscerally aware of the issues that exist all throughout Austin and the gaps that exist where um, city funding either hasn't been able to support um, or hasn't been able to touch. And I think it is incredibly important that our taxpayer dollars are used to go directly to existing needs. Um, and I think it's also really important to recognize that like council is the, the things that they are required to do are endless. And it's really difficult for them to really have 
an ear on the ground 100% of the time to know exactly what's going on on every corner of the city. And so we want to take out any guessing, any assumptions that may happen on behalf of leadership and kind of do the work for them so that they don't have to try and figure out what the community needs. The community is coming forth and saying, here you go. Here's exactly what we need. Here is why it's needed. Here's how much is needed. And one of the good things about um, this community investment budget is that if it were to be included in the upcoming, or if all of the line items were to be included in the upcoming budget cycle, council and just the city as a whole can rest assured that there is an organization or a group ready to take on that work immediately. Um, so it wouldn't be like an RFP that gets put out and they're trying to find someone to do this project and it goes unmet for two, three years. Um, all of these line items came directly from community organizations. So there are people ready to do the work. When is just as a step back, and we, this wasn't in our round show, but when did the the kind of the campaign as I mean, these, these are campaigns. We we work for clients right. directly, you know, or, or I think some people are involved with with this current one. And I should add too, BM Group's not affiliated or any type with any of the groups here contractually right. or like the action. But we, you know, the approach you're taking, right? The early, the sooner you start with the budget cycle, and the budget cycle is never ending. Okay. Yeah. So when did you, as you as you as you know, when did y'all start? The, you know, when did it start in terms of the planning part, right? Um, I say that because I think this is instructive for any groups out there, you know, who are looking to engage around the budget process, which we'll get to the timeline of that for this upcoming season uh, shortly. But when did y'all start? So this year, we actually got a little bit of a late start just because the folks at Equity Action um, were not um, anticipating having... Um, from last year weren't necessarily anticipating having to do an election on top of dealing with a very um arduous ledge session um so uh, i was brought in in i believe it was march um which frankly in in building a budget is pretty late in the season so for folks who are wanting to get involved i would definitely recommend um getting involved as soon as possible. Um, so the city adopts its budget in mid-August. If you're able to get started on the process that following September, do it, go for it. Um, because there are special interests, there are lobbyists, there are groups that are approaching council and, and city staff as soon as the budget is passed to talk about the next budget. Um, but so. we were brought- Agreed. Yeah, I we were- concur. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but I was brought in in March and um, the, the first part of this process was simply building the coalition. And so I was given kind of the data from last year's um, CIB project or initiative and re-invited everyone that participated in last year's budget and then also just relied on my own network of people that I've worked with that I know of and tried. I really wanted this to be as kind of well-rounded and holistic a budget as possible. Um, and so there, there are still some gaps that are existing in this budget and that, um, you know, we have room for improvement in future ones. I've had folks in the arts community, you know, mention, hey, there's not really talk about arts. 
Um, some of the other cultural centers are are not mentioned. So I recognize that there are there are gaps and room for improvement in this um, community investment budget. But that being said, it is a coalition of um, 40 organizations so far that have endorsed the budget. And they are very broad reaching and oftentimes kind of as individuals can can conflict with one another. You know, not everyone sees eye to eye on every single thing. So the fact that everyone could see eye to eye on saying, yes, this is how we want our tax dollars to be used, um, it speaks volumes. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the at least the organizations you send last deck, but we have you know, Austin Area, Austin Area Urban League, Austin Justice Coalition, um, Zilker Neighborhood Association, Save Our Springs Alliance. Uh, you know, again, the very broad groups here um, covering yeah. a range of issues. So it's, um, you know, I think it's, you know, disorganizing for around one client for budget cycles can be difficult sometimes, what they want and everything else. This is, you know, heads off to you all on that effort. Uh, turning to timeline, so the draft budget will be posted or will be released from Interim City Manager Garza's office next Friday, Friday after next, Friday, July 14th, um, right. with the final budget being uh, voted on by council anywhere from Wednesday, August 16th through Friday, August 18th. I think historically the last several years, but that was under City Manager Crunk. They they got it done the first day. We'll see. Mm. They've had yeah. they've gotten it done on the first day, but um in the case, okay, so anyway, we have about but the draft budget's out next 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 Friday. And I think as y'all probably preparing for, you've been I've I've seen some of the some of the some of the presentations you've done at council or to different boards and commissions. So ideally, right, you're looking at budget gets released next Friday, compare red line and where y'all stand, and from there reorganize or re uh you know, redraft for the next kind of package of proposals for the going right. into August. Is that the game plan? Yes, absolutely. Um, we're also meeting with different council staff um, just to kind of see how they're feeling about the line items that are in our budget. Are there any sticking points, questions, need for clarification? Um, are there any items that council members will be championing? Because the community investment budget is not going to be like one agenda item that's voted on yes or no. Mm -hmm. um, it's really going to require that every council member kind of adopt, if you will, some of these line items so that we can ensure that all of them are included in the upcoming budget cycle. So yeah. that work is, is coming down the pipeline as well. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunity for community to to be involved and to um, also advocate for the budget, um, which is by extension advocating for their own tax dollars. Yeah, I should mention too. We'll have a link uh, to in the show notes just with the budget with the proposed budget timeline that Mayor Watson has laid out following the release of the draft budget. And I think just you know adding to when you think of when you think of advocacy, I mean, you're every for anyone who's listening to this who's wanting to figure out how to engage with council this, in terms of the budget. This is a, you know, what, what equity Austin's done this work here. And Danielle's detailed, I think is just exactly how you do with how we do it. You can't, if you're waiting to talk at the, you know, you'll have work sessions and public sessions to talk about the budget, but the work's been behind the work has been done in those direct one-on-one -on -one meetings. I wouldn't say behind the scenes, but yeah, it's behind the scenes. It's that right. part is, I'm, I'm expecting y'all see you there at, public sessions to talk about it but that part you should have 
by that point, and you've already, y'all have done this, you have a very clear, you have a very, and I've seen the deck you shared, your asks are very laid out. This, this is the amount of money. This is the detail, what it does, right? And it's a menu, right? You have to make yeah. it, you know, council members, um, that, you know, there's so many things going for, for the desk. And I think this replies to anything you want to bring for a council office, the easier you make it for them to read it. Yeah. You know, it, it just has a chance. You have a better chance because they can get to it. They understand the number. They understand what the need is. You know, you, you don't allow the work for them because they're busy, exactly. they're busy people. So, um, so yeah, so we, get, you know, we, the budget will be released next, the draft budget will release next, next Friday, the uh, July 14th. Um, I should also mention, so Mayor Watson has proposed that council offices had their proposed budget amendments, what they want to support turned in by Monday, August 7th at 6 PM. So, you know, a little short of a clock, but, uh, I think again, yeah, that's this what it comes down to all the pre-work y'all have done, those meetings matter because you can't the degree that you don't do this, and I'm speaking more of the audience than you, Daniela, Daniela, because you get this. The degree that you don't do this pre-work and have done it months ahead of time and have seated in the minds of council what you want, you will lose to groups like Equity Austin or anyone else who's been doing that. Because, you know, it's just it's 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 you know, you may not get everything you want, but when they have when they have the numbers and they work with well ahead of time, they can start doing the deliberations. And you know, again, there's only so much pool of money. There's only so much so much money the city has, right? And so the degree that they have an idea of what's on your list and can work with that, odds of you getting, so, you know, maybe it's all, maybe it's more some, but it's better than zero, are higher. Yeah. The degree you don't do that, you probably lose unless it's something you just luck out and it's very high on priority alignment with the council, which can happen. Right. Like and and that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing about this this effort is that it is a collective effort because it is really hard to do all of this. It's hard to keep track of the deadlines. It's hard to, you know, start relationships within the, you know, the political scene if you don't have them, to build that trust, to get those meetings. Um so what we really wanted to do is make sure that everyone had um, a certain degree of collective power by advocating for all of these things together. So what I have um, communicated from the very beginning to the members of our coalition is that, yes, if and when you're meeting with council, if and when you're meeting with um, commissions or boards, advocate for those areas that you're really familiar with because you're the expert in that area. And at the same time, say, I'm advocating for this line item or these line items and the community investment budget as a whole, because it's really important that we're all working together to pass the entire thing to the very end of the process, um, rather than breaking off and then trying to advocate for your one thing as an individual. Um, mm -hmm. Because history shows that collective action and collective power is very strong, and we can get much more done as a group than we can as individuals. Um, it makes you know, my, one of my favorite sayings is, is if everyone does a little, no one has to do a lot. Um, and so that that translates over to the budget as well. Daniela, where can the public go to learn more information about the community investment budget? Excellent question. So um, website is equityactionatx.org. And on the homepage, there will be a button you can click that will take you to a summary of the initiative. It'll take, it'll have a link to the entire proposal. So 
anyone is able to see all of the line items, um, each of the narratives for them, how much is being asked. There is a, a digital letter um, that is, um, I, depends on when this episode is released. It might be a little past the deadline, but we're going we to look at that before the budget, before the uh, budget release. Well, this, this, this deadline for the letter is actually in two days. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because we wanted to, we want to send a letter to uh, City Manager Garza, calling on him to um, consider the community investment budget when creating the baseline. So we want to release it on the seventh of of July, so that he has a week um, to really take this into consideration before releasing the baseline on the fourteenth. Um, and so there's that link to sign the digital letter on that page as well. And then there's also a link to endorse the community investment budget, either as an organization or as an individual. I oh, thought I muted myself. I'd add too, I think even, you know, so we'll try to get this one out before that deadline. But I, I think publicly, you know, when we have these public comment periods next or later part of this month and the next month, there's opportunities too. So if you just, just, this is general advice for folks who may want to hear this later on. You can also support, you know, show up and you know give comments or submit comments too in support of something as well if it's important to you enough. Yeah. So equity action can also be found on Facebook and on Instagram. I think Twitter, but I don't really do Twitter that much, so I'm not super active on it. Um, but for folks who are on social media, find Equity Action ATX on Facebook, on Instagram. We will be posting any action item that can be done. Um, so every time there is a deadline coming up, we'll post about it. Every time there's a call to reach out to your council members or what have you, it's going to be on the social media. And that's another way to kind of stay in the know of what's going on. Very good. Danielle Silva is with Equity Action, the group that is support or spearheading the effort on the community investment budget or CIB. Danielle, thank you for your time today. Thanks so much, AJ. Thank you for listening to the BG Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your colleagues. The BG Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. The BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M gp.com and for the latest firm news and content updates follow us on linkedin we'll have a link in the show notes thank you